for everyone's favorite part. But we here, affectionately known as the Hat Trick of Fun, it's part three of Geekstuff. Welcome to episode 137, part three of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Papa P. Sean. <laughs> that was unexpected. Usually I don't really, you know, nah. do that. That was a... I can't even I can't even recreate that. Page. You were also fiddling with the... No, no, I wasn't. I just turned it down. Because I, what I do is I... Because the music's so loud that I turn you up so you can be heard. Because there's uh, a couple episodes where I had it in this normal uh, uh, decibel. Oh. And... It, you, it's like, yeah, you can't hear you. So I'm like, let me turn you up just for the intro. And then that's when the <laughs> game. Well, when you touched it, it could have been, a, it was, might have been a, like a static shock kind of thing. No, no, I didn't touch it then. Just, oh, right. I, I just jumped. Wow, okay. Because <laughs> that was right. loud that in was my a, earphones. That, that was, yeah, I know. Even I was like, oh, when did I pop that pee? Like, <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> I've never done when that before. When did I pop that pee? That's right. You can quote me on that, folks. When did, like a t-shirt. When did I pop that pee? Sean. <laughs> <laughs> I never pop like that. <laughs> it must be my new holodeck really working. People want to see me by that. I hope obviously you didn't listen to that part, th- part two. <laughs> no, anyway. So welcome to part three. The hat trick of fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is where we bring you the up to date in nerd news, give or take a week or two. <laughs> you know, that's pretty up to date. I I make sure the articles are fresh from the week, the previous week. So uh, that's that's mostly what we do. But of course, it's not really. I don't think really headlining entertainment news. It's not that you'll see on <laughs> here on Access Geek. It's Ed with the news. Oh, today we've talked. Uh, we see what Liam Neeson's cock is doing. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean it's it's relatively new for yeah, the week. Yeah. Um so yeah, but and as we're doing that, you know, I usually kinda look at Facebook and wave my hand around going, like as we're doing that, like you're here going, hey, you know, as we're doing that. <laughs> wave my hand around like it's like like, anyway. like we're on television. Yeah, like people are gonna go, Great, another visual joke for us people here are listening to you two idiots talk. <laughs> That's what we do here. Vigils. <laughs> it's called Theater of the Mind. You close your eyes, and when you hear me going, hey, I'm waving my arm around, you get to pay whatever picture you want. And it's all good. <laughs> it's all acceptable in the world of geeksters. Right. Uh, anyway, like I was saying, we do nerd news. I bring an article that I posted earlier in the week about Trask, the director of Fantastic Four, being fired from Star Wars mm-hmm. and what might have led up to that. Yes. It's not really confirmed, but a lot of people in the industry, according to the Hollywood Reporter issue, um, the Hollywood Reporter article that I also posted on our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, go like it and go read it. It kind of, <laughs> what? It's like you push somebody against the wall <laughs> and say, it's on our Facebook page. You're going to like it and read it. Yeah, see? Yeah, you're going to go to Geeksters. See Facebook page, see? You're going to read the article, see? Well, yeah, you're going to hit that like button, see? Or else, Muggsy here is going to fill you all ad, see? 
<laughs> so yeah, go to Facebook, go to Geeksters Radio, hit the like button and read the article, please. How's that? Is that better? Is that better? <laughs> I like it the first one. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> it's just funny. So uh and it gives you kind of looks like he was bit of a bit of a spoiled brat, it almost seems like. Yeah. Like he just seems to be kinda of like not the, I don't know. I don't really feel like looking at IMDb to see what else he's directed. If mm. anything, maybe he was TV going, TV or music videos going right. into film. Because sometimes they want, ooh, this guy's a stylistic kind of director. Yeah, he's got a great visual style for music videos. So let's bring him into the movie world, you know. And then that attitude, small time director, sometimes does not translate into big time director. Right. Because when they're going from a, you know, let's say a thirty-five thousand dollar gig to a two million dollar gig mm-hmm. their heads kind of go you know apparently this guy had a house that the production company rented for him to live in while he was filming and apparently you know he fucked up the building like according to that did a hundred grand worth of damage. damage yep but you know we'll let you decide yeah on what you think is yeah we also brought another fantastic four story about uh how mr fantastic his powers work oh, yeah and of course, I think the big one—well, not the the second big one—to the firing of the trash guy was the fact that uh, how Snow White. How uh, <laughs> we bring you an, an interesting Snow White article, but yeah. uh, we'll leave it at that. Yeah, you know, Ooh, we just tease something. Yes. <laughs> so uh, sit back, relax, enjoy the show, and we'll be back at the end to wish you a fond farewell. Mama said, listen to Geeksters live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio.com. This is Aquanet Radio and those apps. So, yes, we are back. Yeah. Time for the part we've all been waiting for. Ed with the nerd news. Take it away, Ed. Mr. Fantastic's powers may have been changed for the Fantastic Four movie. Oh, shit, no. <laughs> oh, Okay. According to the film's official site, Richards can warp space around him and appear to stretch his body to impossible forms and incredible lengths. In other words, his body isn't shifting, the space around him is. This, of course, is quite different from the comic version of the character. Yeah, Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean... So... Yeah. I, I I I I don't get it. Like, okay, I mean, I kind of get it. Like, okay, there's a field around me, mm-hmm. and I want that field to go across the room to grab something, let's say. Well, let's say, like, it kind of like almost like like you, you there's a bottle of your t- green tea here. Yes. And my arm is, I can't reach it from this distance. Right. So as Mr. Fantastic, my arm would stretch out, and I can grab it and bring it back. What the thing is is that I'd be reaching the space around it would come closer so the it's like almost like a force move like the 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 tea would come closer to my hands it doesn't really look like my arm is it looks like my arm is stretching but really the space between my hand and the tea is shrinking. shrinking but then how do you get that long elongated look that i've seen his arm do well that's what they're saying i don't know what to tell you oh my god this oh <laughs> this is gonna be a fucking train wreck yeah okay look um uh... Here's the first look. Uh, Will Smith just released him in the full Deadshot costume, just so you know. All right. Um, there he is with the helmet. It's a white helmet. Oh, is it going to be white? <laughs> so that's that's where you go. Hollywood always try to make white actors. <laughs> they even take Will Smith and make him white. Right. <laughs> I, I, okay. 
uh, all right, he still doesn't look really look like Deadshot to me. I thought Deadshot was it was his right eye, but all right, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of all right. I gotta throw a flag on the play here. All right. Will Smith is holding his rifle and it's in a downward position. Okay, and he's got his finger down. So his trigger finger is his right finger. Yeah. So if I were to pull my gun up and I would look down the sights, yeah, I, I look down through my right eye. And yes. I close my. Why is the targeting computer on his left, left eye? eye? <laughs> That's a good question. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. I mean, because the thing is, is that the only thing I could think of, and this this is just out, pulling out of my ass. Kind all right, of it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Is the fact is, is that if you ever seen movies like I, I, don't, I mean, I don't know how it is in real life, but like for sniper movies, okay, there's two guys. There's a spotter, right, and the and the and the guy who's right. shooting the the sniper himself. So maybe the left eye is his spotter in a way. Like he's looking through his eye. Okay, okay, you know what? Yeah. I can buy that. I that I will allow that one. Okay. I will, honestly, because I think I'm like, all right, you know what? That actually could work. Because I would think that the targeting would be in his compu- in his eye. Right. And he uses that that targeting computer to help him gauge distance, distance and wind range speed and so on. Yeah. Through the sight of like it would be almost like an extension of an, a scope. Yeah. But all right, I mean, okay, you know what? I can I can buy that one. All right. That's like you said. That's just me pulling it out of my rear. That is, that is a, that's a good pull, Ed. That is a good <laughs> solid pull. Uh, Take it for the shit it is. <laughs> all right. Uh, I, a, I, I don't. I don't like the white though. I mean, I gotta be honest. Neither do I. I mean, it's it's if you're a sniper and you're on a roof and you got this white face and it's dark. No, I'm gonna say the red and black looks better on Harley than it would be on him. Yeah, but. Uh, Okay, but the, all right. the white face type of yeah, mask is just giving away oh, what, his position. Will Smith ain't black enough now? <laughs> uh, okay. He's not white enough, apparently. Yeah, I guess, it? you know, considering Floyd's supposed to be white anyway, and he's white in the comic book. Yeah. So they got to hire a black actor. Oh, we'll put a white mask on him. That'll make it all better. <laughs> <sighs> okay, well, so, sorry. I'm sorry, you were going on with the news. I was stunned into silence again. <laughs> Twice by Suicide Squad's announcements this oh, yeah. night. I like having the show on Sunday. It seems like we're hitting all the live news. Yeah. You know, all these other people who record stuff are like, oh, what happened this week? Uh, I don't know. We're ahead of the game. Yeah. A couple times I've posted stuff on our Facebook page. Just ironically enough, seems to be like almost, almost before everybody else. Yeah. Like one or two sites get it. And I go, oh, this looks good. Let me copy and paste it onto our site. And next thing you know, everywhere I look the next day, it's where it's at. I'm going. Going through us? How awesome would that be? <laughs> so, hey. I've done that a couple of times where, like, like all of a sudden, I, I log into Facebook and the first article appears up is some new article about you know something that we you know talk about, and all of a sudden it's like, well, let me get it on our page, and then like shortly after that, like three hours later, all of a sudden everybody has that same article running through, right. and I'm like, wow, that's great, and it's just like I think it just beat everybody to the punch. It's that's pretty much all you can get out of that. All right. Okay, so anyway, what's your next article, Ed? Why Marvel's Kevin Feige thought X Men original cut would have ended his career. Wait, what was that? Uh, the the original X Men in two thousand. Yes, the original cut of that he thought it would end his career. Oh, Hugh Jackman thought that? No, no, Kevin, the the producer, Kevin Free Free Feige Feige Feige. Oh, you. okay. I couldn't pronounce his Feige name correctly. Or whatever. Yes. Okay. Why? Um, well, back in the 2000s, they considered that the first movie for the 
uh, Marvel universe that we kind of know today with, with all the different films going on um, of the, uh, the, the, I think it was like 27 iterations or something like that of, the, of all the Marvel movies coming out of this 26 feature film. Sorry. And uh, the original cut to him didn't make any sense. It was one of those, they, they put together uh, uh, Brian, Brian Singer put together the first cut and when they when they viewed it, it was two hours and forty minutes and or two hours and forty five minutes, excuse me, and uh, it didn't make any sense. It looked horrible. <laughs> okay. So basically, what they thought was they got to need need to re edit it, and they cut it down to a two hour, or actually one hundred and forty one minutes is what the original movie is, and that's a lot better. Critics, of course, and fanboys loved it. Right, you know, right, right. But he thought if they originally released the two hour and forty five minute film. That would have ended. To be his... honest, I'm kind of curious to see that two hour. Yeah, i When I read this article, I'm like, shit, I got. I want to see it now. Just because there's means there's a two hour and forty five minute version that I filmed. That's yeah. the only reason I want to see it. I mean, let me judge whether or not I think it's good or bad. Is kind of regardless. I want to see that cut. Like, I want to see like what they did cut. Yeah, what they did cut out. Just out of curiosity, that's over a half hour. I mean, that's yeah, what you're looking Was at. Was there a half hour deleted stuff on the DVD? I'm gonna have to look now. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> All right, gotta do homework when I get home. All right, what else? German actor Daniel Bruhl confirms his evil role in Captain America: Civil War. Isn't the guy who played Crossbones? Uh, no, actually, Crossbones was played by a character. I just saw that too. Shit. Uh... <laughs> okay, well, you'll come across it later. Right, but he, he will play Baron Helmet Zumo, and uh, he, oh, okay, yes. Well, actually, he's going to play his son, but... Uh... Well, yeah, but still, the whole point is, Baron Zumo, he becomes the leader of the Thunderbolts. Mm-hmm. Oh, ho, ho, look at me pulling that one out! <laughs> yeah, Baron Zemo, yeah. Yes, of course, the of course the original Baron Zemo was in the 1940s version of Captain America, where he was fighting alongside with Hydra. Right. Um, and then, you know, of course, he comes back in the future, and it's a, a distant... Zemo, you gotta go back to the future! Yes. All right. Frank, I'm serious. Frank Grillo would play Crossbones in the uh, in Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier, right, right, yeah. right. So he's Crossbones. He's going to be coming back, yes, of course, as well. But uh, what makes it interesting is is that uh, this character is uh, Zemo was also in uh, Civil War. He played both sides. Uh, yes. So yes. He, you know, so he might be a pivotal role in this in the whole series of. Uh, all right, all right. I can, I can see that. Sure, because he was a bad guy, and then when he got captured. They wanted him to lead a team of, like, kind of like Suicide Squad for Marvel, <laughs> except without the explosive device and someone said. Right. You know, like, all right. All right. Well, you know, we'll know this time next year. Well, we, were, we would have already seen um, Captain America Winter Soldier. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, Civil War. Sure. All right. What else you got there, Ed? This is when the fate of Marvel's Agent Carter will be decided, and it looks good. Really? Yes. The actress uh, Haley Atwell, who played, of course, uh, Agent Carter in the film and in the mini series, she's been going to a lot of conventions. And the first question a lot of people are asking: Are we going to make your show into a series? You know, like a lot of people are asking that. I, well, I would, I would ask that. I would ask that as well. But I would amend that question: Like, are they going to make it a series? Because I got to be honest, that mini series really wasn't what I was expecting. <laughs> I was expecting more of a Indiana Jones with women with a woman and leading a team of men to help recapture Nazi st- stolen Nazi material. Mm-hmm. Like not the, Oh, it's tough to be a woman spy in the forties. 
So her last, her recent uh, attendance was at Chicago C two E two. Yes, and uh, they posted a note on the you know sign to show you know like in line get in line for Agent Carter here. Right. Yes. No. No Agent Carter questions. <laughs> no. It said they they posted a note that says we'll know in three weeks if Agent Carter is renewed for another season, but it looks good given the fact the fan response is what the note says. Okay. And of course, you know they apparently people that have seen her like in, in you know in, in the flesh in the flesh have told her how much they loved her character I, I i love her character too i just don't think the show did her character justice no it did not i like that my favorite episode of that mini series was when she was with the howling commandos mm-hmm. like i wanted to see a series based solely around them yes her and the howling commandos agent carter and the howling commandos boom yeah you know that would have been a good series and then they just go they chase after Nazi, you know, memorabilia. <laughs> you know, like, oh, what are we going after this week? We're going after Spear Destiny. We're going after the Obelisk because, like, from Agents of the Shield. Mm-hmm. I thought like the, her this miniseries would be her trying how they captured just the Obelisk, right? But instead, it wound up being, oh, well, Tony Stark's dad was wanted for treason, and you're a woman now. Get me coffee. It's like, oh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Hey, I mean, sure, why not? And of course, you know they were they. Of course, they're basically it was just a fill in. Of course, that eight episode yeah. arc was a fill in for the fall finale of um, Agents of Shield. Yeah, it was their winter break, so let's throw that in there. Too. You know, and they're also talking there. They are talking a spinoff for for Shield. I heard you, that too. You know, and a lot of people rumor it's going to be a Miss Marvel TV series. Hmm. Yeah, Miss Marvel is is slated for that's Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Movie, but isn't a female? Isn't Ms. Marvel Captain Marvel? Mm-hmm. So, is she gonna be on a TV show and, and the movie? movie? Uh, that's what the rumor is. Mm-hmm. I don't believe it. I really don't. Neither do I. I mean, that's just kind of. I think if you're gonna introduce Ms. Marvel, you introduce her in a movie, like in a movie first, and then you give her her own movie, and right. maybe right. after that movie, give her a TV show. I don't know. Well, maybe, maybe they're, maybe they're, they're, they're doing something like. They're going to put a show out and see how she does in ratings for television. And if it's a good enough rating system, then maybe they'll make a movie out of it. Okay, but Ms. Marvel's already slated. Captain Marvel slated, not Ms. Marvel. Well, you know, all right, all right. It's, 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 you know, it's, it's going to be. It's going to I be just say that's why, that's why I don't believe it because it's like it's already yeah. slated to be made, and they're working on it, and they're talking about it, and it's just like for them to do a TV series to just be kind of pointless. Yeah, you know, I mean, unless they're. they're Want to Unless, try new things on television yeah. before they coming it. to ABC? You've seen her on the big screen, and now everybody now get to know Carol Dennings, Ms. Marvel, the single girl out in the town trying yeah. to get a job. You know, <laughs> having problems with men. You know, it's hard to date when you have the thighs that can collapse a building. You know, <laughs> regular men just don't do it for me. I've had an Iron Man, but now what I really need is a human man. <laughs> With a beating heart, you know, like <laughs> let's see what her wacky adventures are. <laughs> it's Ms. Marvel. <laughs> she's working at a diner, you know, in her part spare time when she's out. When she's not out saving the world, she's just a sensible gal looking for love. <laughs> 
You see, like like a robbery at the, the diner she works at, yeah. And then she has like a, a tray. And she's like, bam, and she hits somebody in the face. You know, one of the robbers. Jinkies, I don't know how that happened. You know, like yeah. it slipped out of my hand. Like, oh, now my boyfriend Steve. I don't know what to do with him. Like, I think he's cheating on me. Womp womp womp. Oh, Ms. Marvel, you can you. All right, what else you got? Kingsman, The Secret Service 2 is happening. All right. Yeah, they're getting a sequel. Despite being released on the same weekend as Sam Taylor Johnson's hit Fifty Shades of Grey, Matthew Vaughn's Kingsman, Secret Service, did quite well for itself when it came out in that February. Uh, as yeah. Re- as yeah. a result, there's no surprise that there should be a follow-up, which The Kingsman 2 is now they're working on. I'm okay with that. I liked. I really, really liked that movie. There's really not much details on the project yet. Um, Fox has not made an official announcement uh, about the development, but sources say they're close to production and having. You know, of course, they're trying not to keep it. Uh, they keep it on the wraps. Exactly. All right. Um, you know, it's, what's unclear is who's returning from director to characters. Oh, okay. You know, so that's the that's the they don't know yet. Um, of course, Matthew Vaughn, they don't think will return As because, yeah, because he doesn't, he really doesn't do too many sequels or he doesn't do right. sequels. You right. know, he's done a couple movies, uh, they mentioned here and, uh, they, uh, they think that he's might be working on uh, flash Gordon. Okay. So then, so that's maybe where he's going. Uh, you know, it did 400, 400 million worldwide, uh, ah. global box office. So they feel that, you know, everything's going to be. Just is as good. going to come up roses? Yep. All right. All right. Here, what else you got? The U.S. Air Force secret space plane is about to start testing the TIE fighter engine. Huh? <laughs> okay, explain it. Okay. Popular science reports that an unnamed space plane will be trying out the new propulsion system during the upcoming mission next month. Using technologies that actually dates back to the Soviet circa... 1960s. The Air Force refresh has confirmed that the ship's fourth flight test out at Hall, Hall Thrusters that could prove to be a new new fuel-efficient engine to maneuver spacecrafts. Um, basically, it's, the, it's a bigger version of the ion engines commonly used to maneuver satellites in deep space probes. So that's where I think it's a twin ion engine, which is the TIE fighter. So they think it's, okay. Yep. All right. All right, so yay, flight propulsion. Yeah. All right. All right. Gotta be honest, kind of, kind of zoned down on that article. <laughs> like, all right, you know, until I get something in the air, keep moving on. <laughs> well, they've been they've been flying, and apparently, it's been doing very well. So, is it flying be... out in space? I don't know. I, I, That's I, what I'm saying. saying I, I don't... Until, until they say, "Hey, guess what? This guy strapped in here on Earth, flew up into the space, circled the Earth once, and landed perfectly fine." Don't bother me. Until I hear that that statement, it ain't a success. <laughs> well, it's a good test run. I'll keep an eye out for you. Keep it. an see eye out for you. See, uh, see if that comes out for you. Yes. All right, what else you got? Uh, the disgusting reason a movie ha- theater had to remove... No, sorry. The disgusting reason, reason a movie theater had to renovate after showing Snow White. Oh, God. Please let this be <laughs> sex. Please let this be sex-related. Please let this be no, sex. No, it's not. Uh, drug-related? <laughs> <laughs> Did someone vomit? No. <laughs> someone explode? <laughs> like, well, let me let me tell you. Oh, and then, okay. Then, you know, I wanted to play. Like, I thought this was a guessing game. Like, 
Okay, well, there was okay. No one was spanking it, you know. Yeah. Um, that drug would land it. Well, they had to renovate after a Snow White. Oh, someone exploded. But all right, well, what happened, Ed? <laughs> uh, of course, they at the Tribeca Film Festival. Brad Bird is was in the coach the conversation with host Janine Garofalo, uh, of course, who was in uh, Ratatouille. So that's why they figured she was hosting. Talking about okay, so Brad that's Bird. why she's there instead of just mouthing off about right. something about what about the world. And somebody asked the question about um, and Brad Bird's the guy who pretty much did a lot of Pixar movies. Yes. Okay. Uh, the, it asked his thoughts on the fact that Walt Disney wasn't afraid to scare children, or how he influenced in his own career. And while answering the query, Bird told the fascinating story about showcase that the house scary audiences found Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs back in 1937. In fact, they had a reupholstered seats in a large movie theater in New York because the little kids were peeing on the seats when the witch came on for Snow White. Nice. <laughs> so it's well, it's kind of sexual in nature. <laughs> golden showers, <laughs> pedophilia, golden showers. Ed. That's a good pull story. Where to go, you sick-minded fuck? <laughs> only eh, only here at Geeksters can you hear about peeing children. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, God, this, oh, guy, yeah, this, this got to get on air. Oh yeah, that, that's just... I got to bring this to the masses. <laughs> Gold, pedophilia, golden showers—that screams Geeksters. <laughs> All right, so little kids are peeing in their yep. seats. Unfortunately, Bird did not provide the exact <clears throat> name and location of the cinema in question. And of course, though, there's the because like uh, who who wrote? Where'd you get that article? This was uh... that's somebody trying to be funny, like oh, they didn't, get, you know, the movie came out in forty three, so thirty seven, uh, thirty seven, yeah. So you're still looking at thirty seven to two thousand and seven. That's so seventy eight years, yeah. Because I'm really gonna care about a dried up pea seat that happened seventy five years ago, yeah. over seventy five years ago at this point, <laughs> eighty years at this point. Like oh ew, I can't ew. Looks good thing I brought napkin. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck like, oh, I brought my seat cozy. Yeah. I'm not in New York, so who the fuck cares? <laughs> New Yorkers do. Please. New Yorker fucking pee out in the middle of the street, so it's they're used to seeing schlongs hanging out and they have that rule. I saw this cute little article, everyone made a big deal of apparently women are allowed to walk around topless in New York. Yeah. So there's a porn star there walking around topless. And, oh, that's right. I did see and that I'm like, show. who the fuck cares? Why is that newsworthy? Because <laughs> it's a porn star or is it because boobs? I'm like <laughs> I'm well, like, that's okay. the two feet from that to- beautiful topless woman is a homeless guy peeing in a bush. Why are we- Maybe you should pay more attention to him and help him <laughs> rather than just kind of give yourself something to whack off to later. <laughs> that's a picture to paint. <laughs> oh, it's someone whacking off to, you know, or just the homeless guy. <laughs> the homeless guy peeing in a bush while a topless woman was walking around. Yeah, it's New York. <laughs> you see that shit all the time. Like, hey, look, homeless guy, you know, masturbating in a bush. And then, oh, look, beautiful model. <laughs> Ten feet away from each other. No one's paying to the homeless guy. Because <laughs> he's all rad, ratty out and gray. He's probably wearing, you know, some sort of olive drab costume, you know, jacket. <laughs> so he blends in with the bush that he's whacking off in. You know, while cameras going off around yeah. the model, like, look at me, I have tattoos and big fake boobs. Look at me, woo! Because this law is great, woo! Yeah, we should have this all around the world, yay! Mm. Now here, spank to my movie. <laughs> like, uh, all right, well, whatever. Okay, what else you got? Full House is getting its own lifetime movie. Fuller Houser. 
What's it called? Well, there's their Netflix series called right, Fuller, Fuller House, House that they they all the actors have actually uh, signed on for. The tears behind the laughs, the Full House story. What's it called? <laughs> Was that close? <laughs> oh damn! <laughs> Murder most foul. Yeah, that's called the unauthorized. Full oh, House story. Okay. Of course, it's a working title. Right. But well, that's- it's going to be the only title they have <laughs> because they said the unauthorized Saved by the Bell story was a working title, too. <laughs> they might as well say it's it, Lifetime should change itself to the unauthorized show of the 80s story that no one really cares about channel. <laughs> that. Oh, and we do uh, women in uh, empowering women TV shows. <laughs> Because nothing screams women empowerment other than like a full house, unauthorized full house marathon. <laughs> like the unauthorized. Mm. Did Mary Kate and Ashley really get along? <laughs> well, look at the rise of the cast and the pressure to, on them to balance the idyllic family life on the show and with the more complicated reality of their own lives outside the series. But also look at warm and bond that they grew up between the cast as the show became America's most beloved sitcom. Uh, yeah, because they're probably going to focus on, I think it was AJ? Or no, it was Kimberly. Kimberly was the, became the meth head. After, yeah. Uh, say, they're probably focused on Kimberly as the kid going, oh, and this is how I became a meth head, who now, after she got clean and sober, it looks amazing. Yeah. You know, she aged nicely. <laughs> and by nicely, I mean full boobs. <laughs> <laughs> You know, those are the boobs you whack off at. Yeah, those are the ones you want to see. Why is she walking around topless? And I've seen the other chick's boobs millions of times. She just doesn't know it. She does now. She does now. I know she's a big fan. Yeah, right. She's like, when I'm, you know, when I'm in between porn shoots, what do I listen to? I know I heard. Well, I listen to this radio show called Geeksters. They're pretty funny. I think the one guy's a fan. Maybe he's not. I don't know the way he's talking about me. I'm not really sure. I know he's whacked. You know, he's touched himself. <laughs> he's very open about that. But he's not open about his feelings about life. All right. What else you got? Sony's found a blockbuster director to tackle Robotaki. <laughs> Robotaki? Robotex franchise. Okay. Robotaki. Hey, there's a new, hey, we like a new show. It's called Robotaki. It's, it's about, it's guy, his name's Taki. He has a horrible disfiguring accident, and we make him a robot. So he's Robotaki. So, so they're going to do Robotech. Yes. All right, you know what, I got, I, I've never really been a big fan of the whole mechanical, like, Hey, look at me! I'm a Robotech. That's one of the, one of my favorite shows when I was yeah. a kid. You know, you jump into a machine, the giant robot. It's a jet that transforms into a robot. Yeah, I just yeah, I was never. I don't know why. I never got into it. I don't know. I never had. A, I guess I never played with robots as a kid. Yeah. You know, I'd rather have them. You know, subservient to me rather than having to work with them. <laughs> <laughs> I was a fan of R two D two and three PO. They were pretty much did whatever they wanted to do, but they pretty much hung around me. Like you know, like R two, get me a drink. Wheels off, comes back with a drink. <laughs> you know, I don't want to have to jump into a sh- uh, something that transforms into something else to walk across into the kitchen to pour me a glass of water. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so, uh, well, according to Entertainment Weekly, it's James Wan is the director that's going to oversee it. Okay, good for him. The Saw and insidious, insidious director is riding high after success <clears throat> in his major action movie, Furious 7. 
which grossed more than a billion dollars worthwhile worldwide. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. We're on the back of a dead actor. Just saying. <laughs> I don't think the movie would need nearly as much if Paul Walker died after during the filming of it. Yeah. Just saying. But go ahead, move on. What else? And now studios are uh, and now studios are naturally courting him for their other lavish sure. big projects. Just a few weeks ago, rep- report that named Juan the frontrunner to direct the live-action Aquaman movie for Warner Brothers. But according to this new EW report, negotiations are underway for the Rob- Robotech job. Okay. So he's ready. He's, <clears throat> he's already ready to shoot The Conjuring 2 later this year. And for, we like it heading off to work to another blockbuster. Heading off to another blockbuster. All right. So, Yeah. Okay, got any other thing else good? Because I got a juicy one. I know that you didn't. I mentioned earlier in the show. I uh, I have two more, but I didn't really go through them, so I'd be like ha- hacking them away. So. Oh, so it's just like any other week. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey! Uh, hey, 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 hey. I haven't tried to prove here with Nerd News. Hey, no respect. No respect at all. Oh, that's oh, right. Okay, I brought something to the Okay. I posted it on our Facebook page, so you can go there and see it again. Yeah. Josh Trank fired from Star Wars because of Fantastic Four problems. <laughs> now, after I read you this article, Ed. Well, you, okay. Good, okay. No, okay, because I did read the article. Oh, okay. You know, but I just, I, I think the <clears throat> title's wrong. Okay, well, we'll, we'll, we'll break that down as but we go along. That's right. good. I want the, the audience to hear the article first before we. Okay, well, Disney announced that Josh Trank had left Star Wars and now details as to the possible reasoning behind the departure are he- becoming known. THR is, uh, I don't know who they are, is now stating that Trank was fired from Star Wars due to problems on the set of Fox's Fantastic Four movie. Uh, actually, first word serviced about problems with Trank's behavior while filming Fantastic Four months ago as anonymous posts on the TigerDroppings.com message board surfaced in November of 2014 that mirrored THR's own report. One anonymous poster even said that Trank would not be doing the spinoff or any other movies for this matter. Now, these are quotes. Mm -hmm. This quote is, Trank did so much damage to the house that Jim Giannopoulos came to Baton Rouge and personally apologized to the owners. Trust me, Trank's career is done. There'll be no no major study sequels or spinoffs for him. He'll be lucky to get a sequel to a stabbing at Leia's 21st birthday. Wow. All right. Another post posted. uh, Another post posted. (laughs) Another person posted. After the crap Trank pulled in Baton Rouge, I doubt he ever directs a studio picture again. Mm. He will certainly never work for Fox. Uh, At this point, at this point, that FF reboot might never get released. And this is obviously while they were filming, not post. Um, So obviously it's getting released. Another quote, a buddy of mine was on the crew. Trank showed up to the set late or so high he couldn't speak almost every day. Some days he didn't show up at all. He treated the crew terribly. He trashed the house the production company rented for him. For one, I'm told he did a couple hundred grand worth of damage. Another post that says Trank was fired uh, fired following filming. I also heard he was fired after rapping and others are working on it post-production. Ah. Um... Let's see. Uh, this, this is a note that the THR reports states producers Simon Kibner and Hutch Parker had to step in to help pull the film together. And these are quotes. Given the issues with Trank's performance, the production added Stephen Rifkin to help pull the film together. 
the Tiger, Tiger dropping message boards also stated major reshoots were taking place in L.A. Now, I remember we reported on that at yes. one point. Yeah. I'm um, working with some, this is a quote, I am working with some of the crew on another movie down here. They were told FF is reshooting the entire third act in L.A. because of how bad it came out. Wow. Uh, THR seems to downplay the reshoots as well as the damage to the house. The THR, which I don't have no idea what, I gotta be honest, I have no idea what the THR is. No. I don't know, uh, the something report, maybe? Yeah. Um, uh, states, ooh, fire in the hole, Ed, fire in the hole. Hey, you know, it's Sunday. I haven't done one all night. Woohoo! Toot toot! Bullshit! Toot toot! I've heard, I've heard at least three from you tonight. Well, this was but, a, before this, that one. This was enough to make me stop and call attention to it. Oh, okay. THR seems to downplay the reshoots. Um, they also state, quote unquote, small dogs were responsible for the hundred grand in damage to the house. And regarding the reshoots, THR says the actors only refilmed on, on weekends due to other commitments and that the most recent re, recently reshoots took place at the end of April. Uh, Kinberg actually had to leave recent filming of X-Men Age of X-Men Apocalypse to help finish Fantastic Four. Hmm. Uh, the also the report also offers the following regarding Trask's issues. Sources say reports of the young director's unusual conduct during the film making of Fox's upcoming Fantastic Four movie has raised alarm alarm among Lucasfilm executives that were entrusting him with the second Star Wars standalone film. Behavior described by one insider as erratic and at times very isolated, Trank did not offer clear direction. This person adds saying, if you've got someone who can't answer questions or who isn't sure, or who isn't sure, or is in hiding, that's not good. A Fox spokesperson says the studio is, quote-unquote, very happy with the movie, and we can't wait for our audience to see it, but acknowledges there were definitely some bumps in the road. Track seemed, quote-unquote, like one of these kids who comes to the NBA with all the talent and none of the character-based skill to handle it. There's equipment he doesn't yet have. According to sources, Trank was sometimes indecisive and uncommunicative. THR also says Simon Kinberg, who wrote slash produced Fantastic Four and produces Star Wars, is the one to have communicated his displeasure with Trank's straight to Lucasfilm's Kathy Kathleen Kennedy. As the Disney execs heard more about the problems, it said they quote unquote, they became less confident in handing over the film to him. Star Wars spinoff was slated for May 2018 uh, release, and the Fantastic Four hits this August. Yeah. So, what was your? What was well? Your... I, I mean, like the way he was saying, like Fantastic Four problems. It wasn't really. It was more him. I think more, more drug related or alcohol related problems of his own I don't personal. Know it sounds like more alcohol. Yeah, the, those kind of problems more than the actual film itself. I mean, unless he was like his was his vision, which. You know, I mean, I have no problem blaming this guy now. <laughs> this, this, this train wreck is going to be, you know, because I mean, I I haven't even seen a, a I mean, I've seen a trailer, but I, other than that, I mean, I haven't seen it. But based on what I've seen and, and heard so far, I'm not looking forward to this movie at all. But uh, yeah, yeah, and the THR is the Hollywood Reporter. The Hollywood Reporter. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Thank you. THR. That makes sense. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Um, okay. Yeah. And here's the uh, full article from the inside the Star Wars firing Fantastic Four problems led the director Dr- Josh Trank's outsider. The whole article. So, um, uh, you know what? I'm going to copy and paste it back into 
our Facebook page, mm-hmm. so you folks at home can read the full article. Because yeah. I'm, I'm giving that way. Yeah. You know? <laughs> He's like, I'm tired of reading it to you. Read your sick goddamn selves. <laughs> well, I just want to give it. Here's the full THR article, dot, 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 that was mentioned on the show. That was M-E-N-T-I-O-N mentioned on the show. Yay. Sean. Smiley face, winky face, heart. no. <laughs> 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 Did he really do that? <laughs> no, that's not the one I wanted, you douchebags. <laughs> I wanted this one. La 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 la. No. Oh well, I guess I can't. <sighs> because you got to get rid of that thing first. The the uh, in there. There's like uh, an X in like the top right corner of that picture, maybe. There is, yes, there is. But you tell no, the same Vox thing came up again. All right. So anyway, so uh, what do you say we wrap up the show? All right. I will try to figure out a way to post this onto our page and make everyone happy. All right. Sounds awesome. All right. So uh, uh, thanks everybody for listening. All right. See you later. Bye. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. You've listened to Geeksters Live on AquanetRadio.com iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. And if you want to catch the shenanigans live, as always, I just said we were on Sunday nights from 6 to 9.30. Yes, Eastern Time. Eastern Standard Time. Um, But in case you missed anything or like to replay your favorite bits, you can go to wordswithgeeks.com or iTunes to download the the three-part episode that this show conspire con- consists of there you go conspires like all of a sudden those three shows are going how are we going to get back to those guys we could have conspired to get against them fuck them fuck them hard you know i said we go going strike i say you know what episode three you're now episode one episode two you stay two that really fuck them up you know they'll never expect that and me me i'm episode one i'm gonna be episode three see how they do how they handle the intro to the show being the beginning of the last part. <laughs> evil, I tell you. We're evil. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but you can follow us on Facebook by going to Geeksters Radio and uh, hitting the like button. See all the articles that we post through the week. Uh, you can also go to Twitter and follow us there at Geeksters or Instagram at, at Geeksters Radio. You can, uh, that's pretty much it for the media. So I'm going to move on to. <laughs> Ed, I pulled up my eye body. I was like, like skitterish. Like, uh, that's it for the media. Um, oh, no. I just but if, you want the con- if you want to talk to Sean and contact him about anything we've talked about, just want to talk to Sean. You can contact him at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. <laughs> if you want to contact Ed, you can contact him at Ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Erica, even though she was on the show, but she will appreciate the email that you get. That's Erica at wordswithgeeks.com, and that's Erica with a K. And we'll see you next week, folks. Bye. And we're back. Welcome back. Hey, that's pretty much it, folks. I got nothing else to add. Yeah. Ed, you have anything else to add? Nope. All right. Well, you know, thanks for listening to us, and thanks for your continued support. Um, but to show your support even more, besides just downloading the show, you can go to Facebook. And type in Geeksters Radio in the search bar, and you'll see our Geeksters Facebook page come up. Hit the little like button. We really would appreciate it. 
as well as tells your friends. Tells your friends. Tells your friends, see? Yeah, amongst it's going to feel you feel light, say. Tell your friends to go to Geeksters Radio's Facebook page and hit the about button. They can find where they can download their own versions of the show without having to go to wordswithgeeks.com or iTunes if they have no way to get there. Or you can follow us on Twitter at, at Geeksters or Instagram at, at Geeksters Radio. Or if you want, you can also listen to the show live on Sunday nights from 6 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just search for Aquanet Radio on those apps. And if you ever want to contact Ed on anything you might have seen or heard or questioned, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Or if you need to contact Erica about anything, you can contact her at Erica at wordswithgeeks.com. And that is Erica with a K. And that is it, folks. That's it, folks. Next week, we will have more shenanigans. Um, you will actually have my review, my adventures at the Philadelphia Wizard World, the Wizard World Philadelphia Comic Con. Yeah. Yeah, see who I hobnobbed with. See if I have, if I decide to pull my ball, my big balls out and ask any kind of semi-pseudo-celebrities to give us a plug. <laughs> Should be interesting. Kids. Should be interesting. It'd be like, yeah, I didn't go. <laughs> I didn't do it. <laughs> I peed my pants. I peed my pants. <laughs> I got scared. <laughs> so, see you next week, folks. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. Oh,